everybody, and welcome back to the Going Up Cast, the weekly feel-good podcast with music, stories of concerts and cars, discussions of baked goods, and a warm hug for your ear holes. My name is Andrew Logan, and let's dive right into it. On this week's podcast, we're going to talk about quite a bit. I have more delicious baked goods that I'm going to consume for your listening pleasure. I've got a brand spanking news story of something that happened just this last week. We've got two songs of the week for this week. But first, I want to talk about a brand new segment that I will be introducing into the podcast. But I want to provide some backstory for this new segment so you kind of understand where this came from and why I'm still making it. So a long time ago, uh, my, my buddy Ben... Uh, he got married and he had his first kid and he ha- here has a second kid. He has a wonderful family that's growing right over there. And I wanted to make something special for, for his kidlets, you know? And one of my um, all-time favorite things is uh, my grandmother on my father's side, uh, when I was younger, recorded audiobooks for, for me and my brother to listen to. Uh, and they were they were all over the place. Uh, uh, she did the uh, Inheritance Cycle uh, the Aragon books. She did Harry Potter. She did, um, when I was very young, there was a book series I read called The Secrets of Droon, uh, which uh, was a wonderful, wonderful audiobook to listen to. Uh, and it was, it's one of those kids' books where it's like the first three chapters of the book are the same in every book. It just repeats itself. Like, just copy-paste, copy-paste. Uh, it's one of those. You know, like, tr- uh, like uh, those, uh, what was that called? Magic Treehouse? Um, where they would like read a book and time travel. It was, it was like one of those really long series. It's like a hundred and some books or something like that. Uh, but she read all these books and, uh, that was, that was one of my earliest, um, inspirations for the voice acting and, uh, being in the radio business and eventually recording my own audiobook. I wanted to record, uh, the Harry Potter books for, for Ben's kids. And uh, I, I honestly, I set off this project with the with the best of intentions. I wanted it to just be something that kids could listen to and like fall asleep to, and over time, you know, just absorb the world of Harry Potter, like like me and my friends did when we were growing up. Uh, unfortunately, I I uh, refused to edit the Harry Potter books. Um, well, unfortunately, it depends on how you look at it. There there is no editing in the audiobooks. Um, I go off on wild tangents um, where I discuss what's happening in the book. And uh, nine times out of ten, when I sit down to record a Harry Potter chapter, there is either a beer or a cocktail uh, easily within reach to just really add on uh, the comedic factor. It is basically uh, uh, like an R-rated reading (laughs) of the Harry Potter books. Uh, lots of swear words that the characters would never say. Um, just a lot of a lot of fun jokes, a lot of good times. I'm really proud of these audiobooks. There's it's some of the best work I've ever done um, on anything. Really, I love these audiobooks. And this has been going on for some time. And I am currently, as the recording and release of this podcast, almost done with the fifth. Harry Potter book, which means I have a wonderful backlog of the first four Harry Potter books, totaling somewhere in the neighborhood of about 30 hours of content. And here's here's the plan. I want to, in the podcast, give you a little little segment, give you a little snippet of, of a very funny moment uh, from the podcast. I'll set it up so you guys have context for where it is in the book. 
And over the course of the next couple of weeks and months, I will slowly be uploading the pod, the not the podcast, the audiobook in its entirety on my website. So it'll be on its own page. You can go there. You can listen to the, the audiobook. It'll slowly be released over the course of a couple of weeks. Um, book one will probably be out. It's like 17 chapters. It'd probably take, I don't know, a month, month and a half for the, all the episodes to finally be out. But say like two or three episodes or two or three chapters of the audiobook a week, it'll all be right there on the website and you can just go and listen to it. And on the podcast, we'll do little little snippets of uh, very funny moments uh, from just kind of all over the place. Uh, they probably won't be in chronological order, um, but I can think of a couple of very funny moments of me just, you know, just nailing the comedy in, in some of these jokes. So... I'm very excited about all of this. I think it's gonna be it's gonna be wonderful uh, moving forward, and uh, we'll get we'll get to the uh, the segment of the audiobook that I want to talk about uh, later on in this podcast. But first, let's do our tried and true favorite song of the week. This week's song of the week is once again, it's a double whammy of songs, the songs of the week. It's two songs off of a brand new album, came out June 1st of this year, from one of my all-time favorite bands, Ghost, which is uh, traditionally, they've gone from black metal to kind of doom metal, now I would characterize them more in the heavy metal vein. Um, Their newest album, uh, Prequella, Prequel, it's prequel, but it's like prequel L, prequella is what I'm calling it. Uh, is is a phenomenal album, uh, in a very strange way. Musically, the album is superb. I I love the music of this album. Lyrically, there's a lot to be desired. Um, there's there's a song on here. It's not the song of the week, but there's a song on here called uh, Pro Memoria, where the lyrics of this particular song literally read give me a second I need to pull them up right here like just straight up the chorus of this particular song read don't you forget about dying don't you forget about your friend death don't you forget that you will die and I'm like that's a little on the nose for a heavy metal band but two songs on here are instrumental and are wonderful the first instrumental song on this album is called Miasma which has one of my absolute favorite elements of like rock and roll, and that's the saxophone. It comes in right at the end and very cool sounding Pink Floydy bit. Oh, it's it's oh it's so good. I just here, just listen, just listen to this. I love it. Oh, it's so good. Uh, it's it's a wonderful song. It's it's really got this amazing sound to it, and it just it feels like oh, it just feels so good. Just the vibe I get from the song. It hits you. It hits you right in the core. And the second instrumental song on this album is I'm gonna butcher this. Um, Helventis Fonster. Um, which is just another great song. It's got a lot of strong acoustics acoustic guitar on there which uh, I just found out was actually performed by uh, Mikhail um, Akerfeldt 
who is a Swedish musician. He is the known as the lead vocalist, guitarist, and primary songwriter for Opeth, if you if you know them. But he has also sung on Arion albums. Um, he, I believe the only one he sang on was, give me a second to try and remember, he was Fear, the character Fear and the Human Equation. I'll dive way deep into into Arion um, in, a, in a later episode. But it, he is he is a fantastic musician. Uh, his work with Opeth is some of the some of the best music out there, in my opinion. He is a phenomenal musician, and the the fact that he does the acoustic guitars acoustic guitars on that song um, just makes it so much better. Here's a little bit of that song. Ghost is one of those bands, I remember reading an article not that long ago that said if Ghost sang, like, about, not about death and demons and darkness, uh, they could they could become, like, the world's most popular band. Just the instrumental uh, capabilities of this band is so strong. And um, just the theming around it, it's, it's wonderful. The lyrics in this album are a little cheesy, but just in terms of, like, musicianship... And just the passion you can feel of these musicians in their work is is just wonderful to hear. It truly is a phenomenal album. I would highly recommend it. Uh, even if you're not, even if you don't consider yourself to be quite a metalhead, um, these out al- these two songs in particular are very kind of genre defying. Like, sure, they're on a heavy metal album and performed by a heavy metal band, but because they're instrumental and because of just the general feel of these songs, I feel like anybody can enjoy them. And that's one of the lovable things about metal. That's one of the things I love about it. It's just, you can find a song or a band that anybody will love. I can, even if you're not a metalhead, I can guarantee there's one band out there in the metal world that is right up your alley. I can promise you that. There's so much metal in the world that you will love something in there. It is the biggest ocean of music. So you're going to find a tasty fish. I promise. I don't know why I said it like that. Anyway, we're going to move on to the next thing in the podcast. Give that album a listen. I think I think you'll really enjoy it. I, I'm actually going to go listen to it again right now. And for this segment of the podcast, I am once again joined by my, by my dog, Bodie. Because I have, once again, procured food sustenance items for tasting and judgment uh this time around instead of cake i have uh there's a there's a company right down the street from where i currently reside called midnight cookie co and uh not not sponsored by midnight cookie co but they make cookies and i could get a couple cookies delivered for for not all that much not that much money i think it was like 10 bucks to be perfectly honest, and it was um it was six cookies. They threw in an extra one for for free, and that was super nice. And I wanted to talk th- talk through these cookies once again. There's gonna be a picture of these cookie bits on the blog, so you can see what they look like. They all look amazing. But I'm basically just gonna go around here 
talk about the cookie, eat the cookie. I'm going to start with what I'm going to guess is the worst cookie of the lot, uh, which is the bit that has the large blue thing in it, and it's the M&M cookie. So I'm just going to eat this and see what's up. Mmm. 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 All right. It's not the worst cookie of the lot. That's very good. Mmm. Mmm. Very buttery. Yeah, that's a... That is an M&M cookie. It's basically a sugar cookie with M&Ms in it. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that whatsoever. All right, moving on to the bog standard chocolate chip cookie. If they can't get this one right, you know, it's kind of like a, when you go to like a burger joint. If they can't get like the basic burger correct, then what's the point of doing anything else? Mmm. That's the same. I think it's the same cookie batter. Just instead of M&Ms, it's chocolate chips. That's not bad. Very chewy. These are soft cookies. I usually prefer my cookies to have a little bit more of a crunch, but that's not bad. That's very good. Mm. Up next is the biscuit-like snickerdoodle, which is three times as thick as any of the other cookies. I do enjoy a snickerdoodle. Cinnamon is one of my favorite spices. Yeah, it's all right. The um, Due to the thickness of the cookie, it's kind of dry in the middle. I don't know if that's like uh, a hallmark of snickerdoodles because it's been, I'll be honest, it's been a while since I've had a snickerdoodle, but it's a good cookie. A little dry. Good cookie. I wasn't wrong when I said it was biscuit-like. Three down. Three to go. Up next is the peanut butter chip. Chocolate chip cookie. So, the addition of peanut butter chips. And I think that'll just be a vastly superior cookie to just standard chocolate chip because peanut butter just adds a whole nother like level of flavor mmm mm-hmm that's right that's a punch in the face of peanut butter it's like a Reese's cup mmm mmm that's good that's really good I like that one a lot which is good because they gave me two of those two more to go Ugh. this is a this is a marathon we got oatmeal raisin they actually are raisins, which is awesome. I love oatmeal raisin. It's got cinnamon. Texture-wise, it's completely different. And because of the raisins and the presence of oatmeal, you feel like in your mind it's a healthier option. It's not, but tasty cookie. And finally, what spawned this whole thing is the cookies and cream cookie, which is, quite frankly, intriguing as all hell. And I wonder if they can nail the flavor of cookies and cream in a cookie form. Let's find out. That's right there on top. That is like cookies and cream milkshake in cookie form. That's amazing. That is an impressive feat to achieve a cookies and cream cookie in cookie form. That is awesome. It's got that kind of soft, velvety note of the cream of the Oreo cookies. And that particular chocolate flavor comes right on through. That is, that is a wonderful cookie. I want like eight more of those, but... This, like I said, like last time I did the cakes, that was my last hurrah for cake. This is my last cookie hurrah. Naturally, you can see in the image, it isn't the whole cookie I just ate. So I've got more of the, these cookies upstairs, but I might um, I might uh, pace it out a little bit more just to make it last a little longer. But there you go. Those are some good cookies. If you ever find yourself looking for some late night cookie jams, you should probably check around because I can almost guarantee if you have a large 
you know, urban area, there's probably a cookie delivery joint not too far from you, and you can get some some late night some late night you know munchy cookies. And they're oh man, they're probably gonna be really good. Anywho, let's move on to the next thing in the podcast. For this segment of the podcast, I wanted to talk about items that we take for granted that we should, you know, have a backup plan for when they don't work. The item in this particular story happens to be something I've talked about quite a lot in this podcast, my car. Now, my car is a 2014 Subaru Crosstrek XV. I got it uh, used at a wonderful price point uh, for the mileage that it had. And it has served me well for almost a year. I don't exactly remember when I got it, but it's been it's been out almost a year. Um, is a pretty it's a pretty fair estimate. And just uh, just yesterday, I um was trying. I moved my car out of the way of uh of my roommate's car, and I was uh, taking it to get like a full tank of gas and uh, go through the car wash so that when they got home um from the trip that they had a brand new clean car, not brand new car, but like brand new clean car. Uh, full tank of gas and that was all super cool and stuff and my car kind of gave a little little judder when I turned it on like it wouldn't turn over um, and I was like oh that's weird and then I just uh, turned the key again and then it worked and I was like well that's strange and I just moved on with my day and then later on around 7 o'clock um, this person was flying in at 8 uh, so I had to get to the airport I tried to start my car because I naturally prefer to drive my own car uh, wouldn't start it wouldn't go. It's like, you know how when you turn your car keys, there's like stages of ignition. There's like stage two when you can just have the electronics on, have the air blowing, listen to music, but the engine itself is not on. Um, it would hit stage two, but it would not It would not lift off. It would not hit stage three. So it wouldn't turn over. Um, and I'm sitting there going like, well, it's clearly not a battery issue because all the electronics are on. So what the fuck's wrong with the engine? I couldn't figure it out. And so I'm calling, calling like my folks. I'm calling my, my buddy Ben, who's big into cars. Nobody, nobody's got an answer for me. You know, uh, my buddy Ben was like, I pumped the gas pedal a few times. Uh, my parents were like, make sure the car is actually in park, um, which is great advice. Uh, it was in park for the record. Um, and I was just like, I'll try all these things when I'm home. So pick up my pers- uh, person from the airport, drive on home. And I was like, I'm going to get out of my car and I'm going to try all these things. And I, I clicked the little remote fob uh, thing to unlock my car doors. Nothing happened. And I went, fuck. <laughs> so I go over, manually unlock the car door with the key, uh, which I've never done before. <laughs> uh, it, you know, it doesn't doesn't turn the way logically I would have thought it would have turned to unlock it. Uh, but I eventually get into the car and I put the key in the engine and I twist it. And it's just fucking nothing. And I'm like, okay, mystery solved. Battery. It's the battery that was the problem. And I was like, is, was the battery just not charging properly? Or did the battery just fucking die on me? Like, what happened? Um, so I'm looking up. I need a new car battery. I'm like, I'm like 80% sure this is the problem. And I start Googling car batteries. And one of the websites I read right at the top when I typed in what kind of car I had. It said, um, if your Subaru is over four years old, you're probably going to need a new battery. And I went, my Subaru is four years old. Apparently, this was just an expected thing uh, for the battery uh, to come, that came in the base model Subaru to just shit the bed. The fact that the battery made it four years seemed pretty good to me. Um, but, like, I, you know, I have done a lot of driving in this car. I've been to Spokane and back in this car. 
Uh, so I am, uh, I was, I was a little sad and I was like, dang it, I need a new battery. So that night, um, like the night of realizing that my battery was dead, I ordered a new battery. The following morning, I drove right out to this place called, what was it called? Batteries and bulbs. Yeah. Batteries and bulbs. Um, or batteries plus bulbs. I forgot. I don't know how to read that. It's a, it's like artistically designed. Anyway, I went out there, I picked up my battery, came back. And, um, I don't know much about cars in general. I couldn't tell you the air filter from, I can't even come up with another name of a car part in the engine, the battery. Like, I, you know, it's like, I was pretty, pretty positive which one the battery was. I was able to figure that out because it's the one that looks like a battery. And I took the old battery out. Uh, which took a, a little doing, but um, uh, throughout my purchasing of new battery, I looked online how to change a car battery, and um, it actually it took me a little while just just simply unscrewing everything, um, or uh, taking the uh, like the nuts off uh, or the bolts in this case, unscrewing those and uh, popping the old battery out. Heavy sons of bitches, these car batteries they're they're weighty, they got meat to them. So you take the old one out. Um, I cleaned the little little tray underneath it. I popped the new battery in. It fit, thankfully. I popped the new battery in. I put the little battery uh, blanket over the top of it. It's like this plastic uh, flexible uh, cover with like foam on the inside. Um, I think it helps protect against weather and stuff like that. And it also helps keep the thing snug in there. So I put the cover back on. It comes with like this little metal bar that like hooks in underneath it. So it actually holds the battery in. You tighten that up. Then you put the um, the power coupling node things on the little positive and the negative and you screw those in and you put the covers back on. And then I go around and I start the car. And um, like the first the first time it didn't it didn't go like it instantly. It, it took a, a second. And I'm like, well, maybe it's, you know, a brand new battery is like, and I was like, oh, Jesus. And so I turned it off and I turned it on again and went, and then like, it started faster. And I did it a third time and it just went instantly just turned over. And I was just like, yes, I did it. I did a car thing. I did it. Oh, you know, like, um, I, it might, like, I felt like a proper, I, I know it's like, you know, like like the 1950s like dude in the in the in the garage with a towel hanging off his his belt and the and the black fingers like I just I just had all that like going on just grease everywhere. Um, I actually did have a towel hanging from like my back pocket. It felt it felt like like a man's man, you know. It's just like oh yeah, let's go. I'm gonna go drink black coffee and I don't know. <laughs> climb a tree I don't, I don't know it's <laughs> whatever whatever they did uh when they when they did a car thing but i felt really cool um you know i i did a thing i went out and bought the battery and i took care of the whole process myself it felt felt awesome you know to be able to do that and um just to kind of make it like just a, a double whammy kind of car day i had never um up until up until this day i had not taken my car in for service like a oil change and tire rotation and all that stuff and um, I also wanted to make sure that like the battery was properly charging and like it wasn't an issue with the alternator it was a bad battery that kind of thing so I took my car in for service um, to the dealership where I bought it and I know a lot of people say not to go to the dealership um, a lot of people prefer places like Jiffy Lube or AutoZone or whatever your local equivalent O'Reilly's I don't know um, people have like their preferred spot but Honestly, I live like 15 minutes away from my dealership. I know I won't forever, but for right now I do. And I just went over there and I dropped it off for about an hour and a half. Honestly, they said about two hours. It took about an hour and a half. 
and uh, my car was ready to pick up. They put new oil and washer fluid in there, and they rotated my tires and checked my brakes, and the battery was installed correctly and is charging properly, so it wasn't a problem with the alternator. It was just, it was a wonderful kind of um, confirmation that I was a competent human being enough in order to put a brand new car battery in. And uh, it was, it was, it was a good, it was a great moment for me. I loved it. I felt really, I felt really strong in my abilities, you know, it was, to, it was a positive day. It was, it was um, uh, a confirming day or a affirming, affirming day, confirming of skills. Anyway, it was a really great day. I loved it. Um, I, I now have a perfectly working car. And what's interesting is um, before, like, um, my car would make a lot of noise when um, pushing itself, like, uphill. Like, you could really hear and kind of feel the engine working hard to go up, like, up a steep hill or something like that. Since the new battery's been put in, I haven't gone through, like, a lot of really steep hills, but, like, I've... I would also hear those noises just kind of really kind of whine of the engine uh, with fast acceleration and I wasn't hearing that. So I'm like, I wonder if this also solved other problems that the car might have had. But because of my severe lack of automotive knowledge, I'm not sure how much impact the battery has over like the life of the whole engine. I can't imagine it has much. So it's probably more in line with like the um, actual service servicing of the car doing something to the engine that might have improved it um but right now my car is running like fucking squeaky clean the tires are properly inflated if my car was dirty i'd take it to a car wash to celebrate but i cannot justify it however at like the cherry on top and the weird theming of this podcast as a thank you for servicing uh, my car at the dealership they gave me a coupon for a free car wash <laughs> So, so that's nice. I got a free car wash. It's like, like a brown bear has three levels of car wash. It's got like your bottom dollar, nine dollar car wash, and those are like a mid dollar, eleven dollar car wash, and there's the top dollar car wash, which is fourteen bucks. That's the one I always go for because I'm like, if I'm treating myself to a car wash, I'm getting, the, I'm getting the best damn car wash this place has to offer, and that's usually what I go for. So it's, it's for like the, it's like the bottom car wash, but can't say no to free car wash. So. You know what? I might. I'm not gonna use. I'm not just gonna blow this coupon. You know, I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna wait for for it because a free coupon, like it doesn't expire. So I just have like a permanent free car wash, just chilling in my car, just waiting, waiting for the day. Like maybe if I drive through like a mud track or something like that, I'll be like free coupon. Let's go. Uh, also, real quick, I wanna I wanna mention this other thing about why I love particularly Brown Bear car washes so much. I'm not sponsored, but hey, Brown Bear, if you're listening, I love your car washes. Anyway. This particular car wash has a staging area where it's like two lanes of cars that merge into one before it goes through the actual car wash. And in the staging area, there's a little screen where like you pick your car wash and you pay for it and all that stuff. And there's a little animated bear <laughs> in the top left-hand corner that's like, welcome to the car wash. Please select your car wash. Boop. Please select form of payment. Boop. Please insert credit card. Swap, swap. The car wash is full right now. And then, like, he just kind of sits there and kind of bounces around. And he goes, hey, that's a nice car. It's going to look nicer in a minute. Just wait for your time in the car wash. I'm going to do a little dance. And the little animated bear just starts dancing. And I'm like, I love this bear. I love him so much. The little (laughs) animated brown bear 
Car Wash Bear is the best. Oh, he's so good. It's like being back at Disney. Please keep your hands and arms and legs inside the vehicle at all times. Enjoy the car wash. I love it. It's so... Oh, it's so good. Like, that bear just makes my day. <laughs> Every time I go through the car wash. I love that bear. I really need to find a new topic of conversation for this podcast besides my deep, deep love of car washes. Whew. I was talking to a buddy today. I'm going way off track. I'm just going to keep going. I talking to a buddy today about, I wonder if there's like a list of like the top 10 best car washes in Washington. I will compile a list. I will make a list if there isn't a list. Um, I'll just keep exploring these the, the nation's car washes and this feel-good podcast designed to make you happy. Who doesn't like washing your car? Anyway, that's enough about my car and the washing it goes through on a weekly basis. Now let's move on to the next thing of the podcast. And finally, to wrap up this week's podcast, we will listen to the very first segment from my Harry Potter audiobooks. This particular segment is one of my favorites because I really think it sets the tone early on of what the entire audiobook experience uh, with, with my comedy readings is going to be like. This is book one, Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. Uh, chapter two, The Vanishing Glass, uh, about halfway through the chapter. Uh, this is right on the heels of the Dursleys about to head off to the zoo for Dudley's birthday. Let's listen to that particular segment. Half an hour later, Harry, who couldn't believe his luck, was sitting in the back of the Dursleys' cars with Piers and Dudley on the way to the zoo for the first time in his life. His aunt and uncle hadn't been able to think of anything else to do with him, but before they left, Uncle Vernon had taken Harry aside. I'm warning you. He had said, putting up his large purple face right next to Harry's. I'm warning you now, boy. Any funny business, any at all, and you'll be in the cupboard from now until Christmas. I'm not going to do anything, said Harry. Honest, come on. Just want to go to the zoo. You guys suck. Uncle Vernon. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, it doesn't behoove myself to laugh at my own jokes, but it, like, if, like, I have always wondered if like Harry just got like really upset. Like, for no reason. Uh, anyway, Uncle Vernon didn't believe him. No one ever did. Each week, I will have a brand new Harry Potter segment for y'all to listen to. And uh, probably on Thursdays, I would I would hazard a guess. Just kind of a nice little balance between the release of the podcast. And that gives me enough lead-up time to tell you what chapters are going to be released later on this week. For example, the first three chapters of Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. The Boy Who Lived, The Vanishing Glass, and The Letters from No One will be on the website later this week on Thursday. There'll be a brand new page. It'll be called Audiobooks, and you'll be able to organize it. Uh, my plan, at least, I haven't made it yet, but the plan, at least, is to organize it by book, um, by, you know, by chapter, and it'll all be right there, and you can just listen to them. I want to see if I can build a playlist in the website, so they'll just kind of auto-play into each other, uh, so you can just kind of have the page open and do other things. That's the plan, at least. And I want to thank you all for listening to this week's podcast. This was my fifth, my fifth podcast. Uh, we've been doing this for over a month now, and it's been it's been wonderful fun for me going on going on adventures, trying out food, telling you stories, all that fun stuff. It's been it's been wonderful. If you have any song suggestions for song of the week, please email me 
at goingupcast at gmail.com or use the website, the contact page at goingupcast.com. If you have any stories you would like to share, you can send those stories in at goingupcast at gmail.com. And let me know what you guys think of the audiobook. Uh, I would love to hear about it. You can contact me on the contact page. You can tweet me at goingupcast on Twitter. It's just, there's a lot of ways for you to reach me. And I hope you guys enjoy it. I'm very excited. Um, it, it's something I've wanted to release to the general the general public for some time now. And I'm very, very excited about, uh, about you guys being able to listen to them. So I hope you like them. Thank you very much for listening. And I'll see you all next week. Actually, I'll see you in a couple of days for the audiobook. But I'll see you in the podcast next week for another episode of the Going Up Cast. Have a good one, everyone. Thank you.